past um, 10 to sort of 15 weeks, we've been going through Acts and understanding what it was that was taking pl place rather at the time that the disciples were, were going through the towns and the cities in the, in surrounding Jerusalem and, and what was happening while they were being followers of Christ, the persecution and the miracles and all of the things that were taking place. And as I've been going through this, I read a, a quote from a guy named Mark Sayers and he, and he says this, he says, the church needs to go from consuming to contending. And I think that's, it's an incredibly important thing that we need to walk through, um, especially in this current time that we're in. In Acts, the, the disciples didn't get to consume um, of, of the church. They had to contend for the church. They had to fight their way through a mess in order to bring about the love and peace of Christ. It wasn't a go to synagogue and, and sit down and, and, and take from, from the rabbi. It was learn from Rabbi Jesus in the field and then go straight into the communities and outwork what they had learned. Go into the neighborhoods and express the love of God. Go into the neighborhoods, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead. That was what they were living in. That was what they had to do. There was this picture that Jesus paints throughout, um, sorry, the, the disciples paint throughout Acts that, that there was a hands-on understanding of the gospel, a hands-on um, picture that was being painted. It wasn't just learn, 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 and then die and go to heaven with all this knowledge about who God was. They learned something in order to apply it straight away. And I think that in this time that we're in, the church of Jesus Christ, the ecclesia, the called out ones who gather together, have to step in to this contending time now that we have before us an opportunity to go into the world and change change the things that are happening. Now, I know that sounds ridiculous given that we're all being confined more and more to our homes, we're being confined to not being able to go out, but there's more than one way for us to do that. Communication in today's world is, is easier than it was back in, in the ancient Hebraic times, and easier than it was 50 years ago. 20 years ago. So what we have to understand is that yes, we can use these, these um, uh, elements of technology to communicate, but we can't communicate who God is until we start to, to understand who He is for ourselves. This time of isolation I think is an incredibly challenging time for the church because all of a sudden we have to go from going into the church to sit and receive to now being at home and learning how to receive on our own. Jesus, in John 16, 31, 33, he says this. He says, Do you now believe? Behold, the hour is coming. Indeed, it has come when you will be scattered, each to his own home, and will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone, for the faith is with, for, sorry, for the Father is with me. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Everything Jesus did with the disciples was preparing them to go and outwork his love and his peace into the world around them. He didn't train them up so that they could become um, knowledge-filled people who could then just go and die and go to heaven. He trained them up to go straight away into their surrounding areas, into their communities, their spheres of influence, and start to outwork all the things that he had trained in them. The disciples were being trained to operate as Jesus when Jesus would ascend unto the high place. We have to understand that. 
We have to understand that everything that we've done in churches for the last 20, 30, some 40 years, 10, 5 years, however long you've been in the church, has been, been preparing you to create a relationship with Jesus that's personal to yourself. We go to church on a Sunday morning. We gather together because the Bible asks us to gather together to encourage one another, to build each, each other up, so that when we go out, we go out built up. You can still build each other up from the places that you're in. Jump on the phone, call somebody, Skype, Zoom. There's so many ways that we can do this. But the important thing for us is that we learn as a people how to read the Bible for ourselves, pray for ourselves, worship and glorify His name for ourselves. One of the things that we feel uh, in our community is to, to begin to encourage the people to go back to the model of Acts, go back to the one-on-one -on -one relationships with God, to encourage that, to, for the people to understand, for all of us to understand, the importance of a relationship with Jesus that is between He and myself, between myself and Jesus is a relationship that I can then go into all the world and express who He is because I've taken the time to know who He is in that quiet place. Over the next probably month, um, we, we don't really know what it looks like um, and Australia hasn't been brought into this, this full level of quarantine yet, but I, I believe it is coming. I, I don't think um, Scott Morrison is going to be able to, to get around us all going to our homes and, and isolating. But this is not a scary time for the church. It should be an encouraging time for the church. All those excuses we all have, myself included, I don't have enough time. I, I don't have the, the ability to be able to sit for that long before God. I, I, I don't have the time to read or there's so much going on. We're being forced into a position where now we have the time. But we get to choose. We get to choose which way we want this to go. We get to decide, am I going to be be fed and grown and built up? Am I going to learn how to, to read my Bible, learn how to pray, learn how to worship Him in this time? Even though I can't play guitar and I can't sing, I, I, I want to learn how to do that. Because that's the way that when this is all over, I come out a strong disciple, ready to walk into those neighborhoods, into those communities carrying the light of God, carrying the fullness and the freedom that He's given me in this quiet place. This is a forced walk into the wilderness to spend quiet time with Jesus. And we are given that opportunity. We should be rel relishing in that and enjoying that time that we get to spend before Him. I believe that in this time, there's two ways that this can go. There's two ways the church can go. The first is that we become incredibly complacent and lazy. We sit at home, we turn the TV on, we receive everything that we need to receive from all the different preachers and, and communicators around the world. And we, we take, 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 but we don't actually grow and learn how to step in to who He is. Or the second way is or the second way we can go is that people will dig in during this time of adversary. People will give their first their hearts back to their first love. They will set their hearts on Jesus. They will redefine what it means to be a follower of Christ. Not for everybody around them, but for themselves. A personal redefining of what it means to follow Christ. They will stop looking at themselves and start looking to Him. They will regain a fresh passion for prayer, worship and reading the Word. And they will be set on fire in the communing time with Jesus. That when the storm passes, they will be set ablaze and come forth from their homes. Ready to storm the gates of hell and bring in the kingdom like we've been asked to do. 
See, it's, it's imperative that we understand that we have a, a job to do in this time. And our job is to learn how to relate to the Father. Learn how to relate to Jesus. Create a relationship that strengthens us, that grows us, that brings us back into the vine with Him. Brings us back into that place that we were always meant to be. Of these two things, the former keeps the body of Christ on the same trajectory. Unpowered, self-fulfilling, consumeristic and childish. However, the latter sees the church come into the Acts model by which she was always meant to step into. 1 Corinthians 13.11, Paul writes, When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child and I reasoned like a child. But when I became a man, I gave up childish ways. I want to encourage all of us and challenge you. Now is the time to put down the childish things. We have the opportunity to rise up as a people to rise up and to begin to commune with Jesus like we've never communed before, to pray like we've never prayed before, to begin to build with him like we've never built before. And I don't mean just the wider body. I don't mean just the church leaders or the individual churches. I mean the ecclesia, the called out ones who gather, you and me, disciples of Christ. That's, that's our position in this next in this next season, this next phase, this next era, whichever you want to call it. Our job now is to, to set our hearts back onto our first love. We need to put down the sandwiches and come and sit at the feet of Jesus again. And that's for myself, my family, our community, communities around us. The, the entire Christian faith needs to, to realign themselves back with Jesus. We need to go back to who He is, go back to understanding how to relate, how to commune with Him, and how to walk in the things that He has for us. If you don't know how to do this, it's very simple. Open your Bible. If you don't know where to start, go to John. Go to Matthew, Mark, Luke. Go to one of the Gospels. Read through it from start to finish. Take however long you, you need to take. If you're a slow reader, read a little bit and then stop. Spend 10 minutes sitting in silence and letting the words just roll around. If you don't know how to worship, go to Spotify, go to YouTube, type in, uh, um, we all know a name, put it on and just spend a moment just singing about his goodness. Turn the YouTube off and in your quiet time, in Revelation we see the angels singing the three simplest words we can see. Holy Holy, holy are you, Lord God Almighty, who is, who was, and who is to come. Repeat that. That is worship, to glorify his name. It doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be a song with a guitar and, and, all, and all the rest of it. It just has to be a heart sold out for him to say, God, I want to spend time with you. I want to glorify your name because you are worthy. Guys, I, I, I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm cracking the whip or I'm... I'm saying we're doing it poorly. I think the church is doing a phenomenal job. A, a lot of different communities doing an incredible job to navigate this uncertain time and this tricky situation. But my heart beats when I start looking at people going, I want to go back. I want to learn how to, to re-commune with him. I want to spend time understanding how to read the word and how to, to unpack who he is. That's what's important right now. What's important is to spend time with Jesus and learn who he is. I think that that I'm going to leave it there for now. I've got a lot of other stuff that, that God's sort of stirring through and, 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 and revealing in this time. But I, I'm encouraged by this season. I know, I know that's, that can sound very difficult to hear, especially if you've lost your job and um, you, 
you don't know where your rent's going to come from. You, you couldn't line up in the Centrelink line. I understand how can I sit here and say that that's encouraging in this time. But the reality is, is that God is moving. And, and we, we are going to see uh, a move of Him like we haven't seen before. How do I know that? Because we're in a time that we haven't seen before. But it's going to take the community of believers to actually step in and bring about some of that change that God's going to bring. When, when Esther was standing in the courts of Pharaoh, she realized that this thing is not going to be broken by me just sitting on my hands. She called the people to a fast. She called the people to action, to do something with their hands. She called a people to step into a broken situation and to bring about the change that God had. God wants to partner with us to bring about the change he has for this nation and for the nations. We have to be ready. We have to be willing to say, God, I will pick it up. But it's going to take something. It's going to take sacrifice. When they stepped into that fast, when Israel steps into that three-day fast with Esther, that's not an easy thing to do. A three-day water fast. It's going to take something. But we have to be willing to lay down our own lives, our own personal things, and pick up the cross daily and walk with Jesus in this. I want to encourage you. This is the in an exciting but challenging time. So take the time, learn how to read. If you don't know where to start, if you want um, some more information as to how to worship on your own, call me, call someone in the community, reach out. Don't wait for somebody to call you. Pick up the phone, call somebody, talk them through that and let's help each other get through this time and get through this thing and come out on the other side stronger than we ever have been. Okay guys, so the first thing we put together are community groups. These community groups were already existing from the church meetings that we've already had, but we've added everybody who was in our church system into these community groups. If you didn't have one before, you've been automatically assigned to one. The community group leader will reach out to you and explain that you are in that group. What we want to do with these groups is allow the groups to look after each other. So if you are in one, you need to go and find two people that are in that group with you. Call them each week, ask to pray with them, ask if they need help. Look after those two people. The community group leader will look after the community group and inside those groups, they will look after each other. So please do this diligently. Get two people that are in your group, not your spouse and your daughter or your spouse and your son. Get two people that are in your group that are not directly uh, connected to you. Call them weekly, ask them if they need help, pray with them, walk through this journey with them. In this time, it's imperative that we partner in this together. The other thing is, is that the two primary communications that we will use in this time is the app. Please use the prayer wall. If you need prayer, if you've got um, things, troubles that you're walking through, add it to the prayer wall so the people in their quiet times can begin to pray into those things for you. You don't have to be super descriptive. Just put it on the prayer wall so that we can see what it is that's happening. The last thing is the Facebook. We're going to create a closed group, a closed community group page where it'll only be members of our community who, have, who call this place their home, where we can share encouragements, share what's going on, uh, put things in there that need to be. This video will be added in there and in other places, but it's a closed group for us to be able to communicate to one another and stay open, stay open and free with each other. The other thing that we're going to be doing is prayer. We're going to be running Zoom prayer meetings. 
early next week we will release a video in a PDF format of how to download and operate Zoom. Um, and we're going to start to operate uh, open Zoom prayer meetings. So we can get up to 100, I think we can get more than 100 people in there, in the rooms via webcam, praying and, and declaring in this time. The other thing that we're going to do with prayer is that we're going to open a daily prayer time from 8 to 9 p.m. All we want people doing is from 8 to 9, sorry, not p.m., a.m., from 8 to 9 a.m. in the morning when you first wake up, we are challenging the church to make that first hour, if you get up at 6, do it at 6, but make that first hour of their day prayer to God about the things that we're seeing, about their relationship, about their life. Pray for an hour every morning in this isolation time. If you're working from home, you don't have to be at your desk until 9 for most people. So pray. Pray in that time. Cut it out. Allow it to be a quiet time with God. Discipleship. Sunday mornings, we're going to release a video like this. Each Sunday morning, it will be recorded sometime during the week of what God's sharing and growing, and we will release it on a Sunday morning. You can watch that whenever you want to watch it. You want to watch it first thing at 9.30 with your family around, then do that. You want to watch it during the week or whenever it is, watch it whenever. But the reality is, is that we want to keep going through Acts, keep pushing in as to what God's been showing us, keep revealing um teaching and training in this time so that we're not becoming complacent but we're still growing and learning. I will also release a, a Bible reading plan and a book list. We, I want you guys to be well equipped, have enough resources there that you can continue to grow and learn. So we will put out a, a, a reading plan that will come out hopefully weekly where we can, it will probably be Acts to start with, walking through Acts where I will highlight uh, a, a chapter and a verse to read through in that week. Uh, the other thing is, is a book list. I want to bring out uh, books that we've read where, that have been incredibly helpful in journeying through discipleship, understanding who God is, learning how to read the Bible, those sorts of things. So we're putting that online as well. The last thing is worship. We are going to put together with Sean and Coco um, a playlist that allows you to have live worship in your home. And Sean and Coco have created uh, to give you resources throughout the week to be able to put on from start to finish, most of them will go for an hour um, and you can you can listen to them as you need. The reason for all of this, the reason why we're doing this and not going live is that we want to encourage you to utilize everything that we have every day of the week, not just Sunday morning. We don't want to do what we've always done just on a different platform. We want to give more resources to you, more ability to actually learn and grow throughout the entire week, not just on a Sunday morning. So take, take charge of your faith and your walk with God. Learn these things. Learn how to sit before Him. Learn how to read other books. Learn how to worship. Learn how to pray. Take the time. You've, for a lot of us, we've been in church for a long time. We know these skills. We now just have to start to apply them. So that's what we want to do. We're going to use these times as recorded times, not live, to give you the tools to carry out your faith and your walk with God throughout the week. So be blessed, please call us, ring the people you've been given to ring, keep the communication lines open. If you are lonely and isolated and no one's around you, uh, if you live on your own, please call somebody. Jess said last Sunday, if you're feeling lonely like nobody's called you, that's because God's prompting you to call somebody else. Pick up the phone, walk through the first 30 seconds of awkwardness, call somebody and let's journey this thing together. 
Thanks. So please use these tools that we've given you. Use these things to help develop your discipleship process, your walk with God. That's what these are here for. If there's anything else you feel you need, there's anything else you'd like to see, um, give us a call. Talk through with it. You want to see a funny shirt, hat? If you don't like our plants, bad luck. No, we will look to change stuff up as we go. We are walking through this as well. So please be patient with us, but also use these things we're putting out. Use these, these tools that we're outlining to help you walk through with God. If you're feeling lonely, call somebody. If, if you think somebody's feeling lonely, call somebody. Let's keep communing together. Keep the community via the, the, the web forms, the phone things that we have. Let's keep using these technologies to look out for one another and to continue to encourage and build one another up. We love you and we'll be talking soon. Bye. Oh, bye. We did our first one. Woo! Woo! It's hot in here. Like there's like four suns on here now, not just two or one.